Welcome to the Chad Marketing Podcast, your number one place to learn actionable strategies and tips that help you have more profitable conversations with your customers. This podcast is here to help you grow your business by better understanding your customers, speak to them on another level, and grasp the opportunities that lie in the chat marketing industry. And now, let's get chatting with your host, live from Melbourne, Australia, successful chat marketer and entrepreneur, Dan Pinney. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 19 of the Chat Marketing Podcast. Today's guest is Craig Cameron, who is better known as the Bots Guy. Yes, he is the Bots Guy. In fact, he was so adamant to excel in this space, one of the other large chatbot companies, Mobile Monkey, engaged him to create their templates they offer to customers. Now, Craig has a story like no other. In 2015, his daughter was diagnosed with cancer and that forced him to reevaluate his priorities in life. So we chat about that period and how it's helped him to get to where he is today. It's a really inspiring and quite an emotional story. So here's our interview with Craig Cameron, aka The Bots Guy. Hi there, Craig, and welcome to the Chat Marketing Podcast. Thank you very much, Dan. I'm very excited to be here. It's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to delving into your experience, and you're one of the more experienced chatbot marketers out there, um, but you've got an interesting background as well. Could you tell us a little bit about how you got to delving into the world of chatbots and your experience, um, both professional and personally as well? Yeah, so um, I've I've got... I've done a lot of things. So I've been doing digital marketing since 1995 and uh, got into um, just building web, taught myself how to build websites. And then I, you know, worked for uh, an ISP internet service provider when we had like, you know, 14.4 modems and <laughs> managing all that. And uh, just, just learn, just always liked computers and technology and then, you know, designed websites and then started my own hosting company and then, uh, got into, uh, Facebook, uh, really when Facebook first came out and they first like announced business pages, uh, before, like when they first came out there, there was software where you could build landing pages on on facebook yeah I remember but those, you yeah. could actually re you could actually redirect your facebook page to the landing page so i started just building all these landing pages for companies like tons of them and then one day people are like hey my uh my page isn't coming up what's going on and so of course facebook when you're on their platform they made a change and they disabled that feature so that kind of like ended that that uh, business for me because you know it doesn't make sense. You still could do landing pages, but then you had to click on a button, and you know you couldn't drive traffic directly to it. So you know it didn't it didn't really work out that that much. But um, yeah, so I. You know, I built e-commerce stores. We actually had, unfortunately, I don't have it anymore. This was so long ago, but we had StereoHeadphones.net, and wow. we built e-commerce <laughs> store, and we did a million dollars in the first year, and it was just amazing. Um, 
And that was and prior that, to like it, that was prior to a way, lot of the e-commerce stores, right? That was like 2006, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was way like I I worked with a company in in Russia actually, and uh, the software was called Xcart. I don't know if they're still available or still around, but I worked for a year just help going through and you know having them customize it for us, and we had you know people could come on and and upload their products and other people could become affiliates and sell their products. And, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, way ahead of the time. Like I, I wish I would have known where it was going to go back then, you know, like just, well, well there's no such thing as just going to Shopify was there. So you definitely yeah. would have been having <laughs> to put in the, the hard yards, uh, yeah. to get those, those sales. And 15 years ago, people paying for something online would have been also pretty unique yeah. as well. I would have imagined. Yeah, it definitely was. But, um, yeah, after that I went into, uh, print on demand, build, creating t-shirts and hats. And, you know, I really like designing and, uh, one of my, one of my shirts actually, we, it, it took off. And so we did like 8,000 shirts sales and, uh, it, it was just awesome. And, uh, the greatest, just even today, that's my favorite kind of business. Like you, you create it, you run traffic, you sell it and you don't have to do anything else. The shipping's done for you. The printing's done for you. Like everything, like it, it's, it's just amazing. So, um, I was doing that really for a couple of years. And then in 2015, uh, my daughter got diagnosed with, uh, bone cancer, um, called Ewing sarcoma. And, um, basically she had a tumor. We went to, you know, the, the nurse or to the doctor and they're like, yeah, we don't know what it is. Uh, go, we're going to send you to, to physical therapy and then went to physical therapy and they're like, uh, yeah, this doesn't seem right that your, your, her hip is really tight for, she was 13 then, uh, we're going to send you to get an MRI. So we had an MRI and they're like, yeah, there's an egg sized tumor. Uh, we don't know what it is, but yeah. it's probably nothing. So we'll call you in like a week. And we'll probably schedule a surgery, you know, get it out. And like, yeah, okay. So then a week goes by and I get a call from Phoenix Children's Cancer Blood Center. And I was like, why are you calling me? You know, I'm supposed to get a call from the surgeon, like, mm -hmm. to get the thing out. And mm -hmm. she's like, she was really, it was really like, you know, you're, your daughter's tumor is malignant. We need to schedule you to see the oncologist. It was 4th of July weekend. So they're like, we have to schedule you now so you can get in. So now we know she has cancer. We don't know what it is. And now we got to wait another week <laughs> to find out what it is. So we, uh, the week comes by, we go to the, we go to the oncologist and she's like, yeah, your daughter has a Ewing sarcoma. It's a bone cancer. She's going to be in chemo for uh, uh, possible surgery, possible radiation for nine months. 
and we're admitting her today and starting chemo tomorrow. Wow. So it was like Jeez. a roller coaster. Yeah. So I obviously I stopped everything, uh, you know, all work, everything. I I was just in the hospital with her 150 days straight while she went through chemo, while she went through surgery and recovery. You know, she they 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 did a surgery called a internal hem- hemipelvectomy, and it's where she has her, her hip. Since it was in her left hip, they took her whole hip out. So the whole hip with the tumor, everything gone. She has one hip now. Her left, her left leg is four inches shorter than the right because of the bone. Um, but she calls herself the one hip wonder. She (laughs) tells her story. She, she does makeup for girls in the hospital. Like she's just amazing. Um, She's 19 now. She's five years in remission. So that's incredible. We're happy for that. Wow. What a story. Yeah. It's just, uh, so as I was going through all that, I'm just like, you know what? I need to do, I need to do something else. And, um, you know, I, I, I started, I, I had learned about chatbots and I forgot the, company's name now it was like hero something hero and it was before many chat before all those and it was just yeah. a comment i think I, re- I remember yeah I, I can't is it it's not chat hero but i remember that one as well Home hero yeah. yeah and it was cool because you could choose a post and when people commented on the post then you could do replies and i was like you know that was like the first like wow this is pretty cool and then I just started getting into, you know, I just started testing all the different platforms, chat fuel, many chat, you know, all of them. And then I came across this company called Mobile Monkey. And uh um who was it? Mari Smith was doing like a big thing about it, like yeah. this mobile monkey, it's amazing. Yeah, she's a big fan, yeah. And so I was like, Yeah, let me check this out. And so I, I signed up and, and this is, you know, I, I think the flow builder had just come out with many chat. So I went to, I was, it doesn't have a flow, flow builder. It's kind of more like chat feel. So I, it took me a little bit to get used to it, but once I figured out the way they built it, I was like, this is really cool. Like I like this, this platform. So I started using it like a lot like just trying to learn everything about it. And they had like four templates and they weren't that good. And, uh, I got in their group and I'm asking questions, you know, I'm just trying to learn this thing. And then I get a call or I get a message. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And it was Larry Kim. Who's the founder of mobile monkey. (laughs) And I was like, why is he messaging me? You know? (laughs) And so I was like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, it's like, yeah, I just saw you, uh, you know, you, you had some questions about the software and I wanted to, you know, answer them for you. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like the founder is Seriously, like yeah. literally, and, and you know, I know he was in the East coast, so he was, it was pretty late for him. And so, you know, he answered my questions and I'm like, I'm like, uh, okay, now that I got you, I'm talking to you, I have some questions. (laughs) So I'm like, do you guys plan, you know, I asked them all these questions, like what their, what their future is. And I'm like, do you guys plan to 
build more templates because these template, you know, they're not that great. And, uh, I don't know if I said it in that, that way, but he was like, he goes, yeah, I know that we, we need, we need some more, some better templates. And he goes, do you want to build them for us? And I was like, and I had only, I hadn't been on the platform that long. So I'm like, yeah, I'll build them for you. You know, <laughs> That's so awesome. he's like, okay, uh, build me a real estate one, um, a fitness one, and then pick some other one. So I was like, okay. And I spent the next like couple of weeks just grinding, building these <laughs> things out. And then I sent them, I sent them over. And then like two weeks go by and I don't hear anything. I'm like, ah, they, he, they didn't like them. And then I'm just sitting there and then my phone goes blink. And then I look and someone's in the bot, one of the bots. And then it, they're going through it. Cause you know, you can see them as they're going through. Yeah. And then another person goes through and another person go. And over the next week, I see more people going through. So I went onto mobile monkey and I, I go to like their team about us. And it's all their team that are going through it, the engineer. And like, so I'm like, okay, this is like maybe a good sign because it's going around the company. They're looking at them. And, uh, so after like a couple of weeks, I get a, I get a message from the C, C, F, COO at that time. Um, and he's like, yeah, we totally love what you did. Um, can you build 30 more for us? And so that started an amazing relationship with them. I've built all their templates in their platform. I did all the training, like for not only just all the templates and how they work, but then the training for, for the actual software, how to use it and, um, you know, beta testing. And, you know, I spoke on their summits. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really cool. It's a wild ride. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot there. So, tell me about that that moment um, after um, your daughter starts to recover, and you start to look at chat marking. Was there anything that because you I, I would imagine you would have probably had a slightly different perspective on the world um, after going through that with your daughter? Was there anything that you were looking for in particular that then sort of connected to that and to why you chose chat marketing over, I don't know, going down any other avenue of digital marketing and, and changing it up in the future? I think it got, it was like I had done, I had always been that, I taught myself everything and I did everything. And, and, and I, you know, as an entrepreneur and you're trying to, you know, make it, it's like, just like Larry, like, Hey, you want to build those for me? Yeah. No. Do you want to build a website for me? Yeah. You can, you like, whatever it is, I would just take it and I'd figure out how to do it after, or if I already knew it, but it just got to a point where it just, I couldn't become like the mass. I wanted to like become like super, super good at the one thing. And I couldn't with, you know, social media and what everything changing so quick, and chatbots changing so quick. I was like, I need to just stop, pick one thing. And the one thing I chose was, was chatbots. Two reasons. One is like, it's the up and coming, like where websites were, you know, 20 years ago, everybody, you know, like they didn't know they need a website, but they, 
you know, as it went on, it's like, now it's like you, you, you have to have a website mm -hmm. and chatbots is the same way. You have to have a chatbot, but even now, three years in there's still, it's still, there's still so many businesses that just don't get it. Like they don't understand it. So there's a, there's a huge amount of like, uh, education that needs to happen. So um, yeah, just mainly just cause the technology, I thought it was just amazing. And I connected with it really well. I, I, I was like building conversations and doing all that stuff was like fun for me. So I guess that, you know, two things is it up and coming new, wanting to be an expert in that thing. And then, yeah, that's where it's where I'm at now. Yeah. And you, start to then be seen as that expert, particularly in that mobile monkey community. What mm -hmm. was that like kind of being at, because like you mentioned, things change, they change fast and mm -hmm. you need to adapt to it and being part of a company that is one of the leaders in the industry as well. What was mm -hmm. that experience like? Let's let's say, you know, back in the old days, but in the early days of the chat marketing industry, you were really at the forefront and seeing the growth and what was happening. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, just being able to, like being able to be so close to them and, and to the team and, you know, actually helping with, you know, when, you know, product managers contacting me like, Hey, what do you think of this? Or, you know, and then seeing like things in the product that were like inspired by something that I came up with or that I thought of. And, you know, it, that, that was something I never really uh, had before, you know, before it was just kind of just me. And then, you know, I worked for some different startups, you know, here and there, but um, just, yeah, just being able to be part of that, a growing, a company that like just started, you know, when I, when I came on board, started working with them, they had only been like three months launched. Uh, but knowing, you know, Larry Kim starting WordStream and selling it for 150 million in 10 years and then starting Mobile Monkey you know, I was like, this is going to be something, you know, with his background and his analyst, you know, like he's gonna, he's gonna do something good. So I, I just wanted to be part of, you know, something that was, they were small, they're still not that big, uh, and, you know, compared to many chat, but because they're not big, they, they, they're, they build, they're building quick, like they, they're spitting out serp like features like the Instagram beta we're already using it. Like they, they uh, do stuff really quick. So. Yeah. I think that could be an underrated strength of some of those companies to be a little bit more agile and fast moving. Um, you touched on the Instagram beta that uh, a lot of people are excited about at the moment. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with that, but also how you think it's going to change the industry and move it forward? It just, I mean, it's just opening up a whole nother audience, like a whole, like me, I, I never, I, I wasn't a big Instagram person and I was just always Facebook. Everything's been Facebook. And then my, you know, my daughter was like, 
Yeah, Facebook's for old people, so you should stay there. <laughs> you know, so my Instagram was like I had a couple posts, and but I never really did anything over there. And then uh, Clubhouse came around, and it's connected to Instagram, and you have to to communicate. You can't communicate on Clubhouse. You have to communicate on Instagram. So people are getting tons of DMs, like hundreds of DMs, and they're just like, man. The, the, uh, they're, they're hiring VAs just to manage their, their DMs. And, and so the timing is perfect for Instagram, this Instagram beta. It allows you to automatic, just like in Messenger, someone sends a message to your page and it goes into the bot. Yeah, um, someone comments on any post or a specific post, you can have conversations replies to there. Wow. Someone messaging mentioned you in a story, boom, another comment. Hey, thanks for Oh wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Like it's really cool. And um and then WhatsApp, you know, is coming. So it, it it just explodes the the amount of people that you can now reach and by giving by giving that seamless ability to communicate across all channels and not have to be in all channels. like I can be on messenger mm. and and send a message to an Instagram person but I don't really have to be on Instagram to do it yeah that's so. actually one thing I've I've started to see roll out um, in the, in the last week, we're chatting at the start of March here, but, um, my messenger app is now saying you're going to get people messaging you, um, via Instagram into messenger there. So starting to chat with friends, vice versa on either platform, whatever we choose. Have mm-hmm. you got, um, a, maybe a little bit of an exclusive out there for any of, um, around timelines for people and what people can expect coming up, um, and when they, they can sort of expect to maybe get their hands on it? So they're saying, they're saying May, April. That's kind of like yep. the time frame. Um, but we actually, we can, uh, if you go to my website, botsky.com, I have a, a little get on the waiting list and I can actually submit people and see if they, you know, and see if they get approved. So I personally, haven't gotten approved because I'm, I wasn't a big Instagram person. So I, I don't have a lot of like DMS, but I have clients that are approved. So that's how I've been able to like use it and figure, you know, see how it works. So, yeah. So if, you know, I can, I can, uh, you know, submit and, and they, they have it super limited. So it's like, there's a, there's a pretty big backlog right now. Um, and then Facebook, you know, they they literally will, you can submit 10 and they might accept one, you know, so it's kind of that, that yeah. long process. So, yeah, we'll make sure we put the link to your website in the show notes and people are all out on your website. People can go through and submit it if they're interested in it, mm-hmm. because now with the introduction of these other channels, uh, it, it now opens up a huge market that potentially wasn't that interested in using chatbots before. Um, how is it going to, how is it going to change people's perception of chatbots? Because you mentioned, you know, earlier on so many businesses just don't have a chatbot connected or don't know what they do. Do you think it's going to change that conversation and people are going to be like, 
Oh yeah. All right. I need one now. I think, I think so. Here's the thing. It's going to open up obviously the, the, the more people knowing about chatbots, but the problem is, and I'm already seeing it is people get a chatbot and they, and they try to build it themselves. And then it, and then it's not a good experience for the user. So then the user comes in and it, it, you know, it doesn't work the way it should. So then it's like, you know, they're, they're immediately turned off. So the thing's going to be like having like, again, educating people that uh, this bot is super powerful, but you really have to spend time and, and, and build out the strategy and the conversation and think of all the little, all the ways they're going to come in and think of people who, you know, someone comes in the bot and then they come in again. You don't want to ask them the same thing or you don't, you know, you want to just be able to segment them the right way. And, and I mean, again, there's so many things you can do with a bot, like businesses need to, to understand, like it needs to be like part of their marketing, like, okay, our bot like has its own department and we're going to build this out. And, and as data comes in, you know, you're learning it just like ads, you're learning what sequences work better. And, you know, and you're, you're constantly tweaking it and, and doing all that. So that, that's the, that's the thing that, you know, we we need more, we need more people that are building good bots and, and, and businesses trusting those people, you know, to do it for them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not just thinking it's like, like here, here's one issue actually right now I'm coming up against with Instagram. A lot of these bigger influencers, maybe they have a million or more followers. They're afraid. They're afraid to put a bot because they, they're like, oh, what if I'm shadow banned or because, you know, Instagram will, yeah. if you're doing stuff. So, so it's like, no, this is actually Facebook approved, like, thing you know this isn't a third party thing that you you know bought some plug-in or something so there's some education there too to getting them to trust you know that this is going to be uh, the thing yeah. you know that it's going to help them I didn't even think of that because Instagram hasn't had a great history with some apps that probably shouldn't mm-hmm. have been approved, but have either been banned or got accounts banned with that. And it is mm-hmm. actually a unique problem yeah. to Instagram. So that's a really fascinating point. Um, yeah. You mentioned earlier as well, touching on uh, the, the app at the moment, Clubhouse, um, <laughs> and full transparency. That's where I came across you. That's how I yeah. booked this interview. Um, and the, the thing that, one stood out at me was two, um, obviously your expertise in industry, uh, sorry, one, the expertise in industry, but two, um, your profile photo and the glorious beard, uh, which <laughs> is, I think if you look in for Craig on, um, Clubhouse, uh, he's pretty easy to spot. He has, I know this is an audio medium, but he has one yeah. of the best looking beards out there. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> so I had to have, I had to have something because, you know, I lost my hair when I was like 20. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely stands out. So I love it. Um, Clubhouse, 
and Instagram have a very close relationship, well, whether they do or not, but it is one of the only social channels that you can connect. So chatbots, Instagram, Clubhouse, tell us a little bit about how you can see those being integrated together. So, uh, so, obvi- so Clubhouse, you're, it's uh, obviously it's all about, it's only audio. They don't have their own messaging. Like you can't interact with anybody on the platform, but you can have a bio and people click on your picture and then your bio comes up. And at the very bottom is you can link it directly to Instagram. So that's what people do. They click Instagram, they, they go there and then they message you. So there'll be people that are like most, you know, uh, they have their own rooms and their moderators and they're speaking and, you know, and then they're like, Hey, uh, I got this free PDF on, you know, chatbot marketing hit me up on my DM and they get hundreds of people. And then they've got to go through each one of these and send the PDF, you know, and like, and then hire VAs, obviously, because they, they don't have time because they're too busy on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so a bot, when this Instagram bot is, is made public for everybody, now what you can do, and, and I'm actually working with a pretty big moderator right now. She literally, that's her job. She moderates rooms on Clubhouse. Like you get paid for it. It's crazy. Right. You're good. It's like, given a rise to all of these yeah, little, little roles. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But she's like, um, so I was talking to her actually today and she actually, uh, was approved. So she has the Instagram bot. So, and she was the one of them that, just set it up really fast and didn't really know what to do with it. So uh, we're building out what I talked about a strategy, you know, cause she hosts different rooms all the time. So mm-hmm. one of the things we came up with is we're going to build out all these dialogues for the different rooms and the different things she's giving out. And then when they come into the bot, she can easily uh, delete not delete, but remove a button and put a new button. So depending on what room she's in, okay. then when they go to Instagram, that button is there that relates to that show. And now, you know, she can segment them and, you know, get them yeah. the right stuff that they want. And then, you know, other things like she says, lots of speakers will hit her up because they want to mod with her. So, you know, we're creating a, you know, a, a whole section for that. Like, are you a speaker? Yes. Okay. Did it ask all these questions? And, and, and then of course her own time, you know, she doesn't want to talk to every single person. Plus she gets tons of, you know, spam type messages. So, you know, building out a, a whole flow for that. So when she actually gets notified that a person wants to talk to her, they've been through all the things and, and it's been validated. Like, okay, this is a lead that I want to, you know, speak to. So she's super excited because it's going to save her a ton of time. And, uh, she, she just loves, she loves the technology too. She's like, this is just, you know, so, so amazing. 
Um, one thing that was pretty funny, she was like, yeah, I, I was in this club in this room and it was for like, uh, my friend knew I was, you know, my friend knows I'm single and just like, Hey, so-and-so single and da, da, da. And then she gets all these messages and I'm like, I'm like, we can create a hidden flow. That's a keyword. They have to put in this keyword and then it's like apply to date to see if you qualify to date me or something. It's a Cuban bot. Like, oh, that is awesome. <laughs> uh, that's very cool. <laughs> I like that. Let's just see whether or not um, you just fill out this questionnaire. And if you tick all mm-hmm. the boxes, then yes, yeah. I will contact you for a date. I love that. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it seems that the uh, the Instagram chatbots are mainly focused around at the start anyway, the operational side of things, because it's, it's, it's dealing with a lot of the problems that Instagram has and dealing with Mm -hmm. the overwhelm of it. What is the next stage where now you're seeing messenger chatbots be a real revenue generating platform? Um, will, do you think Instagram will, the Instagram inbox that is, will act the same way as kind of the Facebook inbox as far as taking orders, maybe making purchases, bookings, all of those different things that you actually get a conversion. Can you see that happening in the inbox? Because they are two very different platforms. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see that happen, but I don't really know. I haven't really heard anything even close to that. Like, uh, you know, right, like right now, you can only have quick replies. You can't have buttons that link out. So okay. that's kind yeah. of a bummer. Yeah, right. But you can put a link in the description and it's clickable on Instagram. So that's one, one thing you can do. Uh, you can't do like drip sequences yet. So I, I haven't really heard if that's coming. I'm not really sure like that. They haven't like said like the roadmap of like all the things. It's just like this is what we have right now, and that's it. Yeah, so. it's, it, yeah. It seems like they're kind of just testing the waters a little bit with mm-hmm. it, and it mm-hmm. sounds like then if a lot of those dynamic features and the ability to to send different things and links and buttons mm-hmm. and stuff like that that just come naturally in in the messenger inbox might take a while to get to that Instagram inbox, but links exiting is still a pretty big thing um, on Instagram because it is a very insular platform. So it's going to be fascinating to see who can sort of – there's always people that take that idea and then build off on it, and it sounds like you're going to be able to test a lot of different things to be able to see what is what does or doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm looking forward to to following – uh, a little yeah. bit around and, and how you develop these chatbots um, because, you know, there's not too many people that are playing in that space at the moment mm-hmm. or at least are talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing, one thing they're really s- specific on is they don't want the bot, they don't want it just to be a bot. They want you as a person to also go in and respond. So they kind of want a mixture so like, you know, when you get approved, it's like, they will you do this? Will you do, you know, that you need to go buy these things or else. That's interesting um, yeah. that they still want that human touch in there. Yeah. I wonder whether they've learned that from 
uh, messenger uh, and, you know, maybe that people were trying to be too automated that they want to have Mm -hmm. a combo of both and also maintain the integrity of the platform, which, yeah, Yeah. it's it's just a fascinating um, space at the moment and time to be here. We might look back on it in 12 months and it could be completely different. But for the moment, um, yeah, for the the people that uh, either get access to it like yourself or people that are, that are watching people do it. It's going to be a really interesting space to experience. Um, looking back at, uh, you know, your, your 20 plus years of experience now. And then, um, you know, you hit 2017 and you decide to get in to chatbots. Do you look back, you know, and reflect a little bit and, and sort of go, where would I be if say that, that hero chat, whatever that name of that program was that popped yeah. up, if that didn't <laughs> pop up in your news feed and yeah. didn't say comment or reply, do you, do you kind of look back and go, I wonder what path I would have gone down on? Because it was a pretty critical moment and pivotal moment. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really think about it because it's kind of like everything just went so perfect for this. So it's kind of like this. this was the meant path you know, for me. So I don't really, I don't really look back on it like that. Yeah. And, um, assuming also, uh, like I mentioned earlier, having your daughter go through that and experience that, does it give you a different perspective on, I know, you know, this is a chat marketing podcast and yes, we talk about chatbots, mm-hmm. but it does it give you a different perspective on business and, Yes, I know chatbots are our, our lives, but there are much bigger things in the world. Oh, 100%. Do you, does it find that, you know, you just have a different perspective on things in this in this space? Yeah, a, a, a complete different perspective on just life in general. Like, I all my whole life, since I was like 18, I've always just been a workaholic, you know, just always. And, and it's, it's kind of sad. Like I remember my daughter, uh, I don't know how old she was really young and she'd always, I'd be working and she'd be like, daddy. And I'm like, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute, you know? And then like, I don't know how long later we're talking about it. And uh, my wife's like, daddy said a minute. She's like, but a minute is like so long. <laughs> Experience me, you know, I'm busy, I'm busy. So th- those are the things like, you know, you, you don't ever in a, in a, in a gazillion years think you're going to go through that. Like you see it on TV, you know, Oh yeah. It's so sad. Like I, I couldn't even imagine, like, I, I still can't believe it sometimes, you know, it's just like, and just going through that and knowing like the type of cancer she had is super rare, super aggressive. Lots of kids don't make it. And I actually have friends, you know, that we met through this, that their kids didn't make it. Mm. And it's, it's, that's a hard thing too. Cause it's like, mm you're so happy that your daughter made it, but then it's like, you know, someone else did. Why? They're the same, the same age, the same, the same cancer, the same there. They were healthy before cancer, but one didn't make it. And one did like it, it is. And, and then, you know, it's, 
every time she has a pain, even today, it's like you're afraid that it you because it can come back at any time. And if it comes back, it's it's a whole new it, it's a whole start over of the of everything you did, and then you're you're the the chemo is so harsh you know it damages you know one of one of the chemos is is red they call it the red devil because it causes the most damage to your heart so it's like wow it's yeah. it's horrible but my, my my daughter like she's like i i had to go through this because if i didn't understand this i couldn't help others and you know help other kids like she makes makeup bags for girls in the hospital and she with her this is pretty amazing with her aunt um so when they bring the chemo in they're in all hazmat suits all the nurses like and my daughter would always say put the chemo here and she would pray over it and pray like this is healing me like instead of this is a poison like this is going to heal me. This is, you know, and then what she did was her and her aunt created what's called, they call them positivity uh, pouches. And on, on the, the IV pole that has all the chemos on it, it's a scary looking thing. Um, she created, she took pillowcases and she created like a cover and then she put positive messages around it and then covered it. So now it's like, you know, everything's positive. And then she would make those for, you know, like this one kid was into Star Wars. So she created a Star Wars one for him. And, you know, she just did all this stuff. So, yeah, she's taught us. She She's an old soul for sure. Yeah. You know, I, for I couldn't. I couldn't go through it. Like I, if I was told that, I mean, I don't know what I would do, but she was like, okay, what, what do we do now? You know, like so no mature for, yeah. for someone her age to have that maturity level, just to be able to mm-hmm. get in and, and, mm-hmm. and get it done. And that attitude towards it and her continual attitude is not only, I'm sure inspires you, but inspires a lot of others as well. So that's yeah. really special. And yeah, thank you yeah. for sharing that story as well. Cause it's, it's a really important one. She sounds like an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. young woman. Yeah. But, um, so the reason you asked that question, every, every, like every day is a gift. Like we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and our time here is so short. So you need to, you know, and, and I still have a hard time with it, with the work, but you know, you need that you need to just put it away. It's going to be there when you come back and do those things, you know, with your family and build the, you know, the memories and, you know, all of that. Cause you know, that it, I mean, my daughter's 19 now. It went like that so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it sounds like when you talk about it as well and just listening to you now, like it seems like it was last week, you know, just yesterday yeah. that this sort of happened. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, in that, that space of those few years, really inspiring, Craig, appreciate you sharing that. Um, uh, I think the the next question, which I ask most people, um, uh, is going to be interesting, actually, with yourself and with your, with your success over the past couple of decades, but particularly in the last few years, 
how much of your success in this space comes down to hard work and how much comes down to just pure luck? So it's definitely hard work. It's definitely hard work. It, 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 there always is luck. I believe totally the right place, the right time, like that just happens. But if you're not, if you're not working and doing those things, those luck aren't, you're not going to see it. You know, it may be there, but you just go right by because you're not in tuned. So I, I believe there's luck, but I believe you kind of like you create that luck with what you're doing. And, you know, and definitely I've always been like, you know, I'm going to work while you're sleeping because I want to be, you know, ahead. I want to be the best, you know, so definitely hard work. You have to have that, but there are some people I have friends, uh, you know, they, they worked really hard, but timing, timing, everything just was lined up at that time. And they, they were able to cash out and did super well, you know, so, but yeah, I think there's some people that there may be just luck with not hard work, but it's probably super, uh, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite rare. And, and you're kind of an example of those two together in being putting in that hard work, asking the questions, being in there wanting clarification because without that and without your sort of desire to solve the problems, Larry mm-hmm. King doesn't give you a Larry King. Larry Kim doesn't give you. That'd be a different call. Um, a lot of people have said that. A yeah. lot of people make They say that like, oh, Larry King. <laughs> uh, Larry Kim wouldn't have called you that night and said, "Hey, do you want to build the templates for us?" I mean, mm-hmm. like that's that's the epitome of hard work makes mm-hmm. people get lucky. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Hey, Craig, is there anything I haven't asked you yet that you think people would find valuable and your audience would find valuable out there? I, I was thinking, actually, um, I was going to say it, but I didn't say it. If you want to utilize a bot right now with Instagram before it comes out, one of the things that we do is use a link tree. Link tree is a company, but you, it doesn't have to be link tree. It can just be a mobile website. And then those buttons are different conversations. They lead to the bot, you know, different ref URLs, as many chat would call them. Um, Mobile Monkey calls them share links. So that's, that's one way you can do it. And another way, this is kind of a hack I did and it, it, it kind of worked. So what I did with Instagram, you can set yourself to be away and then you can have an instant reply come up. So what I did was I set myself to be away like all the time. (laughs) And then I put uh, a share link. So then it would say, Hey, and then have the link. So then people would click on it. So that was an, that's another, that's kind of a hack that I, that I did. It it was the only bad thing about it is every time they comment and the reply, (laughs) it'd send the link again. So it was kind of clunky, but I was just trying to figure out, you know, how can I use Instagram, you know, cause I don't have access to it. You know, this was before I had access or my clients had access to it. 
So those are two ways that, you know, you can use it still or, um, yeah, just manually doing, you can set up quick replies also that you just hit a button or, or a keyword. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's a keyword. I think, I think typing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Then it'll spit, you can spit out different links. So that's another way. Yeah. I've been, um, playing around with that and, and I think a lot of other people would have been doing the same thing in how can I streamline this from my clubhouse profile when I talk about mm-hmm. it and I say DM me and you can DM different keywords or anything like that and set up replies. So I think for the clubhouse users out there that are wanting to take advantage of this, this is something that you can just go and set up in your profile. You don't need mm-hmm. any of the chatbot programs out there for starters yeah. anyway, unless you want to go on top of that, but you can just at least have the bare minimum. And set expectations, I think, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing you could do is a lot of people are doing on Clubhouse, they're buying the dot club domains. <laughs> so you have one, you know, however many of those, and then just redirect to the bot. So you put that in your bio and that, you know, that works really well too. But if you're not on Clubhouse, you need to get on it. If you don't have an iPhone, get an iPad. <laughs> I had a friend, he was like, he went out and bought an iPad just to be on Clubhouse. Go <laughs> out. It truly is a game changer. Like for, you know, we we have our own room. We do it every week, and you know, we we bring other automation professionals, SMS, email, you know. So, and then we just answer questions, and then people DM us like, "Hey, can you help me?" Like it, it. You don't have to sell. Like you just give value and the, and it just comes. So it's, it's literally been a game changer yeah, uh, for us. It's an incredible platform. Um, make sure you follow Craig at, at bots guy and I'm on um, chat marketing podcast as well. You can go and search for us and hit the little bell to see when we're in rooms and, um, and when, mm-hmm. when we set up a room, etc., like that. But yeah, if you are on, um, on clubhouse or have thought about getting on clubhouse now is definitely the time to be able to yeah. do it. Um, Hey, Craig, this has been um, really fascinating and inspiring um, interview as well. Thank I, I thank you for thank you. Um, giving me your time, giving the listeners the time and the industry um, the expertise um, and uh, being able to sort of set the standard for what chatbots can be and should be. And, you know, uh, as I mentioned before, we um, jumped on being able to um, – provide a great experience for customers out there and consumers out there means that chatbots will become more popular, that businesses will start to accept them, that people that want them um, will start to utilise them in their businesses more. So um, I really appreciate that. Um, Lastly, where can people find you um, outside of Clubhouse uh, going forward (laughs) as well? And we'll put all the links in show notes, but where can people find you and get in touch with you as well? Um, botsky.com and I'm bot, I'm botsky on Instagram, uh, Facebook and Clubhouse. Awesome. Lovely. We'll put all those links in the show notes as well. Um, hey, Craig, thanks once again, um, for having a chat. Really appreciate it and look forward to seeing some, some Instagram bots, um, popping up yeah. and following your journey with that as well. Yeah, I'll definitely keep you posted. Thanks for having me. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Craig, really smart guy, quite inspiring story and kicking some goals in the chat marketing industry. 
All the show notes and links and resources that we mentioned today are at marketingpodcast.chat forward slash session 19. That's marketingpodcast.chat forward slash session 19. Hey, are you on Clubhouse? If you are, make sure you follow me. I'm at chat marketing. You can head to my profile, hit the little reminder bell to find out when I do a room. In fact, I do a weekly room with some of the guests you've heard on this podcast, and we've been chatting about some really interesting topics. So if you head over there, and I hope to chat to you there soon. Until then, though, and next week, thanks so much for your company. We'll chat soon.